I got called out by the judges that I was not wearing the appropriate attire for the court because I was going in a sweater. Why were you going to court in a sweater? Because I was a student. I didn't think you had to wear a suit. Yeah. I got my first suit from Valley Village. Five bucks. Nice. That Are you was, serious? Well, I did that deliberately because the court told me I had to wear a suit. I wasn't so you went and got the cheapest one. Yeah, I just, I, <laughs> I hate authority. <laughs> Welcome to What's Law Got to Do With It? A lighthearted look at life in law school. I am Professor Richard Haig. And I'm law student Adam Lachance. Adam, how are you today? I've never been better than today. Really? Yeah, this, this was, is the peak. This is the greatest day of my life. Oh, well, maybe why you're feeling that way is that you are in my house. We yes. Come downtown. I didn't, I never thought I'd make it to this peak. You know, right. Like this is high, high. I, I feel high. Like I feel. Oh, oh well, that's very nice. I, I we have a very modest house. This is not. Uh, not because Professor Haig got me high. Yeah. <laughs> despite his uh, skit at mock trial, I might tell you otherwise. Yeah. So listen, as a, uh, I should introduce this. First of all, we are downtown in Toronto. We are at my house. Yep. The, the idea was to come down and uh, meet with a student from the other law school in Toronto. The other law school. The other law school. That's, There's that's another law school say, in Toronto? Yeah. <laughs> Where one's that? Uh, well, it will be Ryerson, but <laughs> currently it's University of Toronto. And uh, because our guest, Curse our first you. guest from the University of Toronto Law School is with us today. But we decided to meet in my house. I'm not sure why. Instead of at U of T. We have her sitting up on a, on a throne so yeah. she can look down on us Osgood people. Yeah, so that's why, that's why we met at our house, because we had to... The throne was here. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I should, we, we've never had such a long intro to, to get to the guest name. So we have with us today a second-year U of T student, Sarah Tatelman, who is... Uh, well, Sarah, you hi there. Introduce yes. yourself. Tell us a little bit about yourself. We we are the Lannisters to your Starks, so a <laughs> throne would be appropriate. Starks are better. Um, this is accurate, but <laughs> do not have the Iron Throne at the moment. Um, <laughs> I am, as Professor Haig said, a second year student at U of T, paying far too much in tuition. I used to be a financial reporter, and I decided to come to law school. Um, for a variety of reasons, mostly having to do with a complicated pension scheme at my employer, which was much less generous after my magazine was sold. So um, I decided to write the LSATs and tackle workplace injustice from uh, a oh. different perspective. <laughs> okay, <nice. laughs> um what else do you want to know? No, well, that's a good start. I'm sure we'll get to other things as we go. But well, don't no. we always ask what your sign? What's your sign? Oh, astrologically? Yeah, yeah. I'm a Gemini. Oh, same. Yeah, Gemini's. Yo, I am too. <laughs> oh, that's damn it. Wow. <laughs> Triplets. That triplet. doesn't work. I, that just yeah. doesn't I, work. I, I burst just... the bubble by saying I am. Too. I'm trying to add a new question. Uh, so, um, this is going to be our second episode dealing with creativity and law, I think. And uh, given Sarah's background, I, well, and as we'll as we as we will see her foreground or future ground, we'll get into some of the creative aspects of her life now but before we do that the usual question what is one of your favorite oh, tv you. or law related movies or films 
It would have to be Silk, which is a, a BBC drama that sadly only lasted three seasons and is no longer available on Netflix. But it was brilliant while it lasted. My dad was a clerk. He got me in a clerk in when I left school. I knew that this is my family. If you get Silk, they cannot touch you. Do only the work you want to do, but you have to get it first. Spiffing, let's cram another one in, shall we? Beautiful, this land of ours. This is England. Are you drunk? What the hell's illegal? Silk? So, in England, (laughs) they have much more ceremony in the courtroom, which I am kind of jealous of. But basically, when a lawyer gets the rank of Queen's Counsel, Mm -hmm. they get um, to upgrade their court robe. So they're made of silk and have a slightly different design. And I think their wigs are also better. Yeah, they are. And they get to charge a lot more. (laughs) Their hourly rate basically doubles, I think. When they get the silk robes? Yeah, but only very few of them get that. Oh, really? But the, the... they still wear the wigs, right? Yeah, they still do. They still wear the wigs. Everyone wears they wigs. still wear them in Australia as well. Mm-hmm. And the, some of the Caribbean countries, some of the other Commonwealth countries. There's a guy, there's a prosecutor in Canada who wore the wig, and he's notorious for causing wrongful convictions uh, in Canada um, by being an overzealous po- prosecutor. The I, I wonder what okay. the judges thought. You'd think the judges might say, because uh, those are not, they're horsehair, I think, those wigs. They're not Ew. cheap, and they're very itchy. So there's a little bit of a history for you. By the way, I uh, I went to the court a few times in my criminal intensive. There's been a yeah. couple of stories on this podcast about that. <laughs> and uh, I got called out by the judges that I was not wearing the appropriate attire <gasps> for the court because I was going in a sweater. Why were you going to court in a sweater? Because I, I was a student. I didn't think you had to wear a suit. Oh, man, I got it made. I got it made. I'm going yeah, to make millions so in anyway, this industry. There's, there's a <laughs> so the advice to any prospective law students, buy a suit. You got to have one suit. <laughs> that's that's that good the, advice. I learned that the hard way. Sorry, if you're a male, you have to have a suit. Yeah. I don't know what Well, the, no, it's you, worse. You need, it's you, worse if you're a woman. I'm yeah. It's very stressful. So there are actually, as I learned before OCIs this past year, many um, boutique boutiques that sell men's suits but very few that sell women's business wear what? and you should definitely invest in your suits before november of your second year because you don't want to be spending the week before oci shopping oh. you should be reviewing yes i learned, I learned a good trick though <laughs> from my friends you and i would never do this but my friends do this they don't have they don't have the clothes so they go to the fancy pantsy clothing stores they get some fancy pantsy clothes for their interview they keep the tags on. They go to the oh. interviews. Do the interview. Yeah, look at me. I'm looking good in this. I can afford these clothes. Hell, heck yeah. And then interview ends. You bring them back and no questions asked. Return policy. Get your money back. Look. But you'll need the suit for later. Yeah. No, you go back. You go well, get you new, some, new fresh, <laughs> some new fresh gear. Well, <laughs> yeah. it depends on I don't know, the commuting cost. Uh, I, I, wow. I, what do not, you think? I'm not going to advise people to do that. I, I think you need a suit. You, you definitely, you need, definitely a need like a go. Maybe I, I, maybe a backup. Even I got my first suit from Value Village, five bucks. Nice. It, Are you was, serious? Well, I did that delivery because the court told me I had to wear a suit. I so you gonna, went and got the cheapest one. Yeah, I just I, <laughs> I hate authority. That's just my, <laughs> my way of getting back. At and authority. that is why you are a professor. Yes. Yes. Fair enough. Okay. Even though now I'm an authoritarian. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So anyway, we're we, we've got a guest here, Adam. We gotta, I'm, I'm so we sorry. Gotta, you got to keep the guest uh, so amused sorry. or engaged. So. Um, so, 
Oh, and sorry, Sarah, one more thing. Yes, I did do my readings. Oh, I'm happy you asked. Yes, I was about um, to anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I've been I've been reading that book recently. Oh, okay. Yeah. What book? Can you just say the book? Yeah. <laughs> it's like that, the, the Bible? The book, yeah. The book, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, the Bible. Oh, okay. Well, how that relates to creativity and law, I'll, uh, I'll leave that up to you. But uh, Creativity and the Lord's uh, law. Okay. <laughs> okay, this is... Uh, yeah, this, this is not I'm going to try something else next week. You're, you're not cutting that out, though. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sarah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now that you're... <laughs> been suitably impressed by our banter <clears throat> can you uh so as i said you you had a create creative side to you before law school what what tell us a little bit about what do you think in law school exercises a person's creative side if at all i guess it would be the I guess the stereotype is legal work is fairly dry, analytical. Your eyes will fall out because you're reading so much case law and statutes are. Um, actually, my labor law prof had a joke that the um, Employment Standards Act was excellent bed- bedtime reading because it would just put you to sleep. But um, <laughs> I have found at least a couple opportunities to be creative in my assignments. Um, I took an Anishinaabe law intensive in January with Professor Boros from UVic, who yeah. is spearheading mm-hmm. the Indigenous law um, program there. And we had a lot of flexibility with our uh, assignment. And I ended up writing a short story set in a law school in which there was a, an HR drama and was resolved using Anishinaabe law principles. We haven't <laughs> gotten them back yet, so it might not have gone over well, but we at least had the opportunity to try our hand at thinking oh, I- creatively. No, I love that's that. Cool. That's great. So that so it's like a it's like writing a script. Exactly. Almost yeah. for not for silks because I don't think <laughs> yeah. the Anishinaabe had silks. <laughs> but, <laughs> Probably not. No. But no. Okay. See there. And John Burroughs. You get to kind of hard yeah. to go wrong on that. He's yeah. Uh, yeah he's, he's a man. Canadian. <laughs> Um, but a, a guest speaker in my class actions class a couple weeks ago talked about how trial lawyers are kind of like playwrights in that they have to orchestrate, um, but not script this dialogue in mm-hmm. order to get their desired result, which I guess is more important than having the audience applaud. Uh, but they they still need to come up with with the structure of how they're going to present this narrative in order to get the jury to find as as they wish them to find right so. well advocacy perfect a yeah. perfect example i just realized so we had trial advocacy course i'm sure there's something similar at mm-hmm. U of T, where you're, you're essentially coming in every week and doing trial stuff like direct exam cross exam right. opening statements closing statements blah, blah 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 blah. but it's a credit no credit course so you just show up you learn and you know if you do no what you're supposed to do no grades. no pressure to be like competing and stuff like that but you do have to hand in a written assignment because they had to meet some sort of requirements for this course. Uh, so you write on pretty much anything you want about advocacy. So I wrote my paper on the three-act structure of storytelling in the courtroom. Any story, I'm always like, oh, okay, here we go. We're moving into act two, guys. And then my friends all are like, who the hell are you? And why are you watching this with us? Um, so I just talked about how uh, you're pro- it's probably most influential if you can make your story whether your prosecutor or defense match that three, three act structure. Like the world was fine for my client until suddenly, because every story is the same. You start off in one world and then you go on an adventure and, and you return. Occurs, and yeah. Then, and yes. then you return yep. changed, right? That's always how it is. So you tell the same story. The defendant and the community were fine. And then this criminal came along and he tore this, their world apart. 
And now you, the jury, you need to bring fix us it. back and fix this. Yeah. But the other side would say, you know, my client was just living their life. There's the good old person. And then knock, knock, knock. Here's the police. Their just ruin their life. I feel like you're, you're, what you said is just yeah. nailed it yeah. right yeah. on the head. Because I think that that creativity is so there in advocacy because, okay, the judge is a human being too. Yeah. So trick them like you'd trick anybody else, you know, not, not literally. No, but, but it's not true. Well, it's not tricky. It's, it's, you're right. It's, I don't know if we're hardwired, but it's certainly, yeah. it's storytelling does follow certain conventions that we're, we humans seem to, to, to follow. I don't know what, yeah. The yeah. Sure psychologists have done all kinds it of. It makes us the, feel good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, especially the final, that redemption the, part. Of yeah. The end, right? And Which then the falling action. You can't just have it end. Like, we, yeah. and then you beat the, beat the, you know, it's <laughs> over. And then the, the movie ends. You're like, what? <laughs> but that's, oh, and that is you law. Need, law is to accomplish that final, yeah. that last bit. Yeah. Oh, good. I think we've, uh, I think we've solved things here. We've actually, we've, we've, and we've given all kinds of people ideas for essays down the road. Right? <laughs> yeah. In and between now there's going to be all these three act structure essays that come, <laughs> uh, come across professors' desks now. Um, so yes. And what did you, you did, you actually did stuff before law school, right? That you could again say was creative. You, well, you, you did say that you went to law school to deal with a pension matter in a way, but (laughs) (laughs) as creative as it gets. No, but that, yeah. You were a writer? I was, I was a reporter. I started at a magazine covering property and casualty insurance, which I know is everyone's favorite topic. Um, I was there for about a year and a half and then moved to a magazine covering pensions and employee benefits. Um, and they have magazines for that yes benefits canada highly recommend i still freelance for them uh fairly frequently um and pensions and workplace issues are more interesting than i thought before i started because they involve um individual people and and their human Mm. problems just you know human resources it's in the title as well as uh business decisions and you need to make this organization run smoothly um so i really enjoyed my work there but we were sold after i had been at that second magazine which was owned by the same company as the insurance magazine after maybe uh, a couple months and at the first company we had a defined benefit pension plan which I am assuming most listeners don't know a lot about pensions, it's good, but it's, it's the best pension yeah. plan. Um, and oh, then yeah. <laughs> For sure. The new company had a defined contribution pension plan. With, oh, no. <laughs> I know. Did I guess right on that? <laughs> yes. Correct reaction. There, there are some defined contribution plans with very generous employer matches, so that's mm. fine. But Ooh. this was the least generous employer match I had ever seen, and I wrote about them no. every day. I know. Right. I appreciate your reactions, Adam. You're welcome. Um, so I decided that... That, you know, this is a, a material change in my compensation package. They refused to increase anyone's salaries to make up for this. So oh, no. I decided to write the LSATs and leave the precarious industry that is Canadian oh. journalism. But you kept that writing with you. It is, you need something to pay our 40 grand tuition. Ah, oh, true. Yeah, so so now you're free. You're a freelancer, so, which sounds cool. Like, yeah, you got, like, you got it, like uh, pencils on your hips. and you Originates like, <laughs> um, from mercenary soldiers. So you were a freelance and could be hired by anyone who needed you in their army. I did not. What? I, what? I did not. Fun know fact. That. I like it. Yeah. Dude, this is the history podcast. <laughs> mercenaries. Etymology. You are all mercenaries. You. Charlotte's a mercenary too. Then. <laughs> yes. So is law school what you expected? Um, has it has it been as- I was very nervous before I started but it's actually a lot like high school everything is in one building we have a cafeteria we have our own bookstore mm-hmm. there are 
guess, 600 people in the JT program, which is fairly small, uh, smaller than my high school. Mm -hmm. Um, It's easy to get to know people, easy to get to know professors. And while there is definitely a strong undercurrent of competition, it's easy enough to skate along on the surface. And I care way less about my grades than I did in undergrad. So that is a plus that I did not expect. Oh, wow. I wish I could bring I, myself the, to the, that. The analogy to high school is good, though. Yeah, it anyway, is. Because you're right. You're, you're privileged. On can, as you say, remember your undergrad, you had to walk, trudge from building <laughs> to building. And in mm. Canada, that can yeah. be a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah, we're in the same building for every class. And sometimes we're, we're yeah, in Osgoode, at least. Exactly. Yeah, and sometimes yeah. trudging means you'd be late. So you actually had to run from class to class. But in a law school, it's all self-contained. I do. I remember running around Guelph campus in the cold. I would just skate kind of, yeah. save energy. You just kind of yeah. skate along. <laughs> I was in Calgary. Everyone's noses are running cold. in class. And it, and <laughs> but even more so, you like, and I think every law school does this. You're divided into sections. Yeah, right? we so were you, not. What U of T doesn't have sections. Well, we have small groups. Oh, you guys no, think no, but I thought so you're, special. You're just, your class is no. not divided. That is. They I, think I, they're I, they think they're better than yeah, us. Yeah, that's. that's true. <laughs> we're well, also semestered in first year, which I understand is yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah, that is okay. weird. But your uh, Osgood is as well. Oh, it is. Okay. But I think oh, U of T and yeah. Osgood are one okay. of the few. We're weird. Toronto's weird. Yeah, yeah. Well, so you guys have well, a whole different d- approach to a lot of things. Yeah. Sure. But one of the things that we've, I think we constantly hear on this podcast as well is, and, and Sarah just mentioned it, the idea that you should not worry too much about grades if that's oh, all yeah. possible. I know it's, it's hard funny for some people. They, but what they'll do is they'll, in, fr- in front of you, everyone, every person of authority at the beginning will tell you, do, will warn you, don't worry about grades. Like grades aren't everything. And then at the same time behind them on the, the projector screen is the curve. <laughs> and then there's like another like little voice that, you know, no one else, you don't know if everyone else can see it, but it's like a gremlin on their shoulder saying like how important grades are for everything. Yeah, oh, yeah. oh, clerkships. Oh, you're going to need some good grades for that. Oh, oh, you wanted to do well in the OCI process? Well, you better have some good grades. But the reality is, is what they're saying up front is actually true. You know, it's actually <laughs> okay. true that you so shouldn't you be should worried. Really like, believe that. You should really believe that. It's just hard the- to when there's all these other influences that I feel like we make out ourselves to be uh, so substantial that it's like it's uh, you don't want to just take someone's word and be like, are you sure? Mm-hmm. You know. I think by the time people get to law school, they're so used to doing well throughout high school, throughout undergrad and a graduate program if they did it. And the fact that law school has such a strict curve, someone is going to get a bad quote unquote mark and and you don't want it to be you. But it doesn't actually matter in the greater scheme of things. And at U of T, we have a very weird grading system with P's for pass, H's for honors and an HH for a high honor. I'm U of T, I'm so special. <laughs> Look at my I, grades. I, yeah, it's weird. I thought it was weird, but I actually really like it because maybe that's an A, B or C. But we have such a strong association throughout school that C is a bad mark. Well, yeah. here I'm like, what is a P? A Champion. P? I pass. Great. Right. I will take the P's. So they just Who cares? change the letter yeah, and it, it all cha- has a psychological trick, which yeah. I'm really liking. That's another creative cool. solution that exactly. the law school has used. I, I do kind of like it as much as I... I would, speaking of creativity, sorry, I'm, I've just, this is com- sort of off topic, but I just remember I tell my students that this is an Osgood thing, that every year in fall, they deem a Thursday to be a Monday because they don't like, well, <laughs> okay. it's, it's so because, because Labor Day is a Monday and Thanksgiving is Monday. If you actually allowed those, you'd, you'd miss two Mondays out of the schedule and all the other days you'd have right. more of. So Osgood every year deems one Thursday about halfway through the first term to be a Monday, which means you, you pretend it's a Monday. And I said that 
There's an example of legal creativity because what they've had to do is define Thursday, Thursday October 12th as, as a Monday. Monday. Only lawyers would think of doing that. <laughs> no, but everybody else in the world lives a, that we'll day. Be like, well, it's, it's a, a Thursday. Thursday. We can't. But at Osgood, possibly. You're, you're in a bubble. You're on. A, you're in a Monday. That, <laughs> it that's... feels terrible that day too. You think you think it'd be. You've got Fridays off. You think it's gonna be great, and then you go in and you. It, there's literally a weight on your shoulders as if it was a Monday. It's, it's so it's, interesting. They do the but, Monday air or something. Define it. So talk about there's mm-hmm. a you can sell dates. Can, <laughs> Osgood can create a, a different day from the rest of the world. I, I but that's that is again in a in a very small microcosm. That is what lawyers can do. They can change, but just by defining terms differently, you've changed things. Mm-hmm. I think we might have like cut the out the part about the C, right? yeah. selling dates. What's that? I think we might have cut out the part about selling oh, dates. Oh, well, Sarah, oh, that was me referencing. So my Sarah last name, Tatelman, means seller of dates, as in the fruit in Giddish. And this is just a riff on this very <laughs> a great callback, story. Okay. But I think that might have come after <laughs> our Gemini. So, yeah, I, quest, I said, what, you can sell a day of the week? <laughs> can you sell time? That would, would Ooh, be great if we could sell time. Write a science time. fiction novel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd be like a 1984 type deal. I've lived my life thinking that time is more important than money. So I've always thought. That's why you're not on Bay Street. Yes. Yes. That's right. Okay. Yeah, you'd be there 100%. No. You'd well, have a hat I on. I want to be there. For some reason, I just <laughs> I'd be in court with a wig. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dangerfield. How are we doing, Adam? Are, I, uh, I feel 1840. like 1840. Oh, we get to keep chatting. That's good. Uh, okay. That's a good Sarah, start. is there anything you want to want to talk about? Otherwise, you're going to get bombarded with tough questions. Yeah, I have a hard one ready. All right. Uh, let's hear it. Oh, go ahead, Adam. Okay. If you were going to give yourself some advice going into first year. Ooh. It doesn't relate to grades. Uh huh. What would it be? Um, don't overcommit. I feel there are so many amazing opportunities at the law school, and I am saying yes to far too many of them. Um, which is great. I really enjoy volunteering at um, one of our legal clinics, uh, helping out with uh, people's workers' comp issues. And exciting good news. I think that was one of your questions. What is a good thing that happened in law school this week? I learned that one of my clients had her had our application for extra um, massage and acupuncture sessions approved by the WSIB. So <laughs> yay, making a real difference <laughs> yeah. in an actual human's actual life. Um, so that's fantastic. And leading some working groups for 1Ls to introduce them to legal research is really interesting. Um, because I get to learn more about indigenous law, for example, as well. Um, helping plan just random events. We're getting Yasser Nakfi and a bunch of other politicians and policy folks to come talk about um, bubble zones on campus in terms of anti-abortion protesters. And so they're really great like opportunities. a lot of things, though. Yes. <laughs> too, too many? <laughs> Possibly too many. Um, so it's, it's great, but takes up a lot of time. Mm. I miss having time to do nothing. Yeah. So I, don't, don't do that. It is. But it's I, hard. Again, so I, maybe, yeah, maybe do yeah. it. I don't know. No, it's a tough call, right? It, you got to learn when to say no. Yeah. That's, yes. that's hard. It is hard. That is hard. Cause you get flattered by the opportunity. Exactly. To do things. Right. Yeah. So you're like, Oh yeah, I would, I, of course I'll do that. Right. And I, I have to say, I, again, I think this is pretty common to most law schools in the country is that there are a huge amount of things that law schools get involved in mm. either, you know, uh, on the academic side, but also on the students club side on the, mm. you know, these extracurricular. Yeah. There's, and it, it's and giant. It, it's, it's too many. You're right. Yeah. You're right. I think you have to like carve you, out and protect. Yeah. Some, you pick it, you pick like a, a niche that you're in, involved in. Like I like criminal law. And I've been like pretty dedicated to just doing criminal law stuff. And I still have all kinds of stuff that I could be doing. 
And that, so, and then I, so when I get these emails coming through, you get notifications from like people in classes and stuff. They're talking about, oh, there's a, you know, technology law thing going on over here. And, and there's the IP people are doing this and it's, it's constant. If you, if you wanted to get involved, it would, it's so easy. So that might be a good piece of advice mm-hmm. to like, think about before you commit to like a podcast every week or something, <laughs> like just take a moment and can think, do I have time yeah. to do a podcast every exactly. week? Exactly. <laughs> Well, and then things that are, it's so easy to say yes to things that are it's, a bit distant. Exactly. Like yes. a month yeah. or two. And then, of course, when For it sure. arrives, you, oh, you're like, uh-oh. Really why why did that. I agree? Yeah. <laughs> um, one other piece of advice is to consider taking notes by hand. I don't know, Ooh. but I feel most people are easily distracted by Facebook mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. wide internet in general. Um, and so this term, I switched to a notebook and a pen, and I feel that I am focusing much more, and it's a lot easier to stay engaged with material. Oh. So it's oh, a very Luddite. As a prop, I'm going to I'm gonna <laughs> second, third, fourth, fifth, and sixth that. I've already, we had a little bit of a, with yeah, Sean, we, we, I yeah, talked yeah, about yeah, that yeah, a true. student in third year mm-hmm. that I taught decided the same thing for her third year to mm-hmm. give up the laptop. For people that aren't insane, um, the one option that you could use, there's an app called White Write Room. Uh, oh, it just disables It just all disables everything and it just gives you a blank black screen so you can and you type. just type yeah. on it. Maybe that's. Um, that would, that that's works a good too. middle ground. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't, I don't, I don't personally have that problem. I just. Good don't open you. my other things. That's How, self-control. I am is it? Uh, this. Very, no, most people don't have that discipline. You're right. It's all because of your jujitsu or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what Definitely. Martial arts will. Uh, I, I Occasionally, <laughs> I sit at the back of my own class if I've got a guest. And yeah. I am shocked and appalled. At what, <laughs> of how much you <laughs> aren't can, paying attention. What, <laughs> <laughs> no, how much what I can see, like people have 12 screens open. Yeah, and, yeah I think that's the thing is we get, we maybe the, the piece of advice real really is, you can't multitask. You think you can multitask, yeah, no but you, there's no such thing as multitask. Thing as multitask. Yeah. I, I try and argue with people. They do not agree with me. There, there's, you can't multitask. No. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a horrible multitasker, <laughs> but it's your brain does not work that way. Yeah. I will link a book in the description that goes through why we can't. Oh, I was going to sign that for your next reading. Well, no, I already. I already oh, okay, uh, you link the book. <laughs> why we cannot multitask. Yeah. I can't remember what it's called. It's it's called like helpless mind. But or there, something. There, that clearly is not true. I mean, you can walk and talk at the same time. Yeah, but is it, walking is like muscle memory, uh, right? And you're, then you're just telling me that's different. Then yeah, okay. I think it's. I think why it's should I believe you? Focusing on many things. <laughs> Anyway, no, as I said earlier, I am a big proponent of uh, not using a laptop. We, we humans have to fool ourselves sometimes, right? You have to, you've, you've got to create sort of artificial ways that you learn artificial ways. I, 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 I can't have potato chips in the house cause I'll eat them all. <laughs> So we we don't have perfect analogy. Yeah, (laughs) well, I know, but the internet is all dressed. I'm I'm just I have to fool. It's all dressed. Yeah, that's true. I I I don't. If you have too much of it, it burns your tongue. How did that connect? If if I had a bag of chips, I'll eat the whole thing. So I just don't have a bag of chips. That's the the only way I can resolve it. I think there isn't. Is there not some connection? No, no, because like the like a bag of chips, you will consume as much of the internet as possible Mm. unless you. Yeah. Stick and the internet in is limitless. <laughs> exactly. So you need yeah, to, and like yeah. Lay's is, you know, a corporate body trying to destroy <laughs> All right. the, the environment in the right, world. Right, okay. The law, oh, okay. I think we should probably cut this off before I... Uh, yeah, so we we must thank Sarah for our... Uh, you're the first 
but hopefully, well, you're yeah. representative of U of T. Yeah, Definitely. are you? Are you? Yeah, yeah. can we say that you're uh, representative of, of U of T? Okay, We're, perfect. And we can take this Everyone's on the road, looking. but no, but it's it. We do need to recognize that there are other law schools, and I always worry that we're too Osgood centric. Yeah, so it's I agree good. with that. Thank you very much um, for coming on. Please tell fun, all fun your episode. colleagues though to listen. I, I listen will to share it on it's all okay. my social media channels. Yeah, it's okay. They could. They could. They we don't need them. Well, <laughs> we do need them, Adam. Shut That's up. That's it. It's okay. over. All right. Thanks, Sarah. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. All right. Bye.